In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, the pandemic, distance learning, what the fun it's going to be. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. And welcome back to this episode of Man versus Marriage. It's me, Quincy Moran, and my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Hello. And here we are in the studio, and we are getting ready to do this absolutely fantastic podcast. Oh, I got to tickle my nose. There we go. Wow. I don't know what this is. Anyway. So here's what we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about distance learning and how it will affect you or your wife and your children, whoever's going to be at home, um, taking the brunt of it. Before we do that, I wrote out a little disclaimer that I think is very important. I didn't share it with Jeannie, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, Judging by the smirk on your face, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. No, I want to put this out. Disclaimer, none of these feelings are directed at teachers and administrators directly. We have the utmost respect and appreciation for what teachers do on behalf of our children to recognize they work tirelessly for their students. They also have to work hard to maintain their professional attitudes for children who aren't fortunate to have structure, discipline, and accountability at home. That makes their endeavor much more difficult. This isn't easy for any of us, any of us, nor is it something any of us have ever faced. This is our opinion from the outside looking in, and based on the school district and the state we are in, California, it is not to paint with a broad brush for all teachers and school admins. I assure you of that. There will be ugly talk here. Based out of frustration, listener discretion is advised. If you are a teacher and an administrator who works hard to educate, protect, and build your students, we love you, appreciate you, and respect you for all you do. Okay, you have to add to this because our situation is not the same as a majority of the people going through this. Not not very many people have eight kids, so... I'm going to get into that too, but I wanted to put that out there because we're we're going to pour out some frustrations and talk about some strategies that the guys can help their wives with, okay? But it's important that people know because we're talking about our frustrations. We're not picking on them. We're not personally. beating on teachers and administrators. We're not beating on the faculty. This is not this is not something that we were able to prepare for. Maybe we should have, and we will now. And this is a Learn as you go situation, and I understand they're doing the best that they know how to do trying to play this game. And whatever the game is, I'm sure it's not ideal, but it's what we have. But it doesn't take away from the fact that there are honest frustrations that homes are dealing with in this country and in countries around the world. As we know, there are a lot of listening going on in Scotland. I don't know what's happening in Scotland. Okay? I don't know what's happening in England. But hi. <laughs> in Canada and Kenya and Nigeria and those countries that are listening, but I'm sure there's some frustrations out there. 
it's very important that I put that out there about the teachers, because to me it goes without saying, because this is our frustrations, not with every single teacher in the world. But shout out to my teachers from Oak Grove High School. What's up? I don't know if you're listening, but man, I had some great teachers. I'm sure you had some great teachers too. I had some teachers I didn't care for. I also had some great teachers in elementary school. I have a maiden name and I don't have to say it, so we're all good. My teachers won't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't. And in Oak Grove, uh, the name Moran was there for a little while. And there were some good things and bad things about the name Moran. I did my best to honor my family. Uh, while I was at that school and my family's name. So, Miss Collie, uh, love you. Miss Hester, I don't know your new last name now, but love you too. Coach Ashcraft, you're the bomb. Coach Hicks, rest in peace. Miss Early, rest in peace. Um, lots and lots of good teachers. Mr. Mize, you rock, dude. I don't think you'll ever listen to this, but you were a great teacher, and thank you for supporting my grade. Mrs. Armstrong. She was a wonderful woman. Miss Parker, you were tough, but I got my best grades in your class in English because you made me work hard, made me go to the book and figure it out. So uh, Coach Lance Northcutt, another great teacher. That guy was great. First guy to introduce me to uh, Outback, Bloomin' Onion. Oh, take a Bloomin' Onion, please. Okay, so Jeannie's looking at me like, well, you shut up because this is about something else, but I do have a lot of teachers that I love. You do, and you're so good at monologuing, but you're also the one that's like, we've got we to be on time. we got to be on time. We do. So, you're wasting time. Let's go. All right, Ashley's so, going to beat you because you're going to run us over time. Well, lots of things I could say about that, but I won't. <laughs> um, anyway... I'm going to, I want you to talk about your experience and then I want to get into the lessons I learned from the first time I botched this up when they said people are going to be learning from home. And, uh, I sent a heat seeking missile at dinner to <laughs> really screw things up and cause a lot of problems between us. But I need you, what's important for us guys or gals that are listening, if you're not the one at home who is going to be running school and God help those single parents that have to go to work and figure out school for their kids at the same time. Um, You all know my affection for single parents, my mother, single mom, my dad, single dad. So I got a lot of love and respect for y'all and what you do. But let's get into where this puts you and how can we, as the people who leave and go to work, help you who has to stay home. I mean, you're vastly outnumbered. So we'll get into the story of that. <laughs> you're vastly outnumbered by your crew. Autism plays a part. It's real. Okay. So I don't know if you've organized your thoughts, but the microphone is yours. Well, okay. So first, like he said, we have eight kids. Obviously, if you've been listening, you know this. So our situation is not quite like everybody else's. Um, my problem with all of this stems from the constant changing of opinions and emails that come every hour on the hour, it seems with, we're going to do this. Okay. No, wait, we decided we're going to do this. No. Okay. Wait, we're going to try to do this. And you cannot prep an autistic child for anything that you don't see or know is coming. And without preparation and structure, autism is an asshole. There is no other way to put that politely. It sends them in an uproar you know, our son knows it's August. I'm supposed to go back to school. I'm supposed to be getting on my bus. Summer's over. Why is my bus not coming? Why is my aide not here? 
Why am I still talking to my aide on Zoom? Why am I not getting these things done like he's supposed to? So that's kind of a frustration for us. And then you have, what are you doing? I'm taking a picture of me for to put out on the internet. Keep going. Okay. Dead gummit. Dude, it. squirrel. Anyway, um, our other kids, we had a little discrepancy where the middle school put our twins into one high school, which is where we wanted them to go. And our other three girls are currently in a separate high school, which we were trying to remove them and move them all together to this other place. Um, Long and short of it, we don't like where they're at. We want to move them. Anyway, um, but in order to register your children, you have to do everything online. Okay, great. I'll do everything online, except that the passwords and the codes that you gave me don't work. So I have no access to anything. I've been trying since May. To figure this out, calling people, leaving messages, emails, voicemails, call this number. Okay, you can't reach me with this number. Call this number. I, I can't tell you how many people we did this with. I didn't get an answer until Thursday, which was three days before we were supposed to be starting actual four days before school starts. Brilliant. So we're supposed to be picking up electronics. You can't pick up your electronic until you fill out the form online which i can't access you have to come get your textbooks you can't get those either because you have to have your student id which you can't get until you fill out the proper forms online again i can't get there i have the way the system is now you have your little login id whatever and you're supposed to be able to see all of your children in this beautiful little format where you can go on and click on where their teachers are what schools they're in what the grades are what their homework is it's basically like the big brother for parents for students. And that's never, that's always been something separate for us where they've had the junior high and then they've had the high school. And then I never even knew we could get in to see Hunter and Kirsten for the Autism Academy. Well, you can, but you can't. Um, theirs is a little different. They're registered, but you, anyway, long and short. We were trying to get all this stuff together. Okay, well, we have so many kids that the people who were helping us register the kids originally set up separate accounts for each group of students to each particular school. None of which I can access except Hunter and Kirsten. So, okay, I'm, I'm frustrated beyond belief at this point. In the middle of trying to get things done because that's the day we're supposed to go pick up computers. We have to have the computers. Dad's got to be able to look at the computers and make sure that everything that we need blocked is blocked. We've got our all of our Wi-Fi stuff we've got to set up. There's a lot to get done. And Quincy is the computer guy. Mom is just the overseer. So we're trying to get all this done. In the middle of waiting for someone else to call me, I get a phone call from Hunter and Kirsten School. Thank you, Gavin Newsom. You're such an awesome pain in my... Mm. I do not like what he's done with this whole program. So anyway, for special needs children, we are now required to do at least an hour a day online with the teacher. And then we need to do their services online as well. If you have a special needs child like ours, Hunter has every service known to man except for an actual nurse. So you're looking at if we were to actually follow suit with what was discussed I would be on the computer with Hunter for probably three to four hours a day. That's just Hunter. Now, right. Kirsten is a completely different scenario. She is mentally four years old. And when she sees your face on FaceTime or a computer and she's not interested because your face means I have to do work, you're gone. Closing the laptop, your face disappears. And no, 
shut up. That's the end of her discussion for the day. And if 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 you don't watch out, she'll just break the laptop. Well, yeah. Or she'll bite you or, you know, no offense. I, I love my kids, but I'm not getting hurt for somebody else's deal. This is not happening. Um, the, the hard part on this side is this is home, which is supposed to be their downtime, their relaxed place, mm-hmm. their safe haven. And now they're putting work into place. Okay, I put them in a specialized school because I am not capable of teaching them the way they need to be taught. And I don't have the amount of hands it takes to handle their behaviors on my own. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point in moving them to where we did. So long and short of it, I lost my ever-loving mind. Um, I went into panic attack, which doesn't happen very often, but when it happens, it gets ugly, and it gets ugly fast. Um, Palpitations, migraines, stomach troubles, the whole nine. So I got a hold of Quincy, told him, you know, this is too much. I can't deal with this. We talked it through, um, which was great because it did actually kind of get my head back on a little bit. I finally got a hold of somebody that got all the computer crap fixed for me. We were able to get the computers picked up. We still don't have textbooks, but we're getting there. Um, And then we get the school schedules. This is where everything just spins again. We get an email, both of us. This high school is running on this particular schedule. They need to be online on these times, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Then we get one from the junior high. Your student needs to be online from this time to this time with these teachers, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. I kid you not, an hour later, get an email from the high school. The schedule has changed. Please be aware. Thanks for that. So now we're going back and, you know, you're trying to plan your time of days, how things happen. I'm going to lose my um, morning workout time. I'm going to have to shift and make some arrangements on my end for my goals and my daughter's goals. So that kind of pissed me off a little bit. And finally, Quincy and I just decided, okay, guess what? We need to bring the coffee talk back into play. Yeah. We need to sit down and we need to go over logistics of the school schedule. We also need to make sure that we have written out rules for the kids because when they're home, we're home. We can do what we want because we're home. And you try to do school. Now, homeschool was different. We had homeschool as a totally different plan. This was not a planned homeschool. This was supposed to be y'all get out for six hours and give me my peace and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't happen. It happened for like a month. And then Sophie's stuff happened last year. And I have not been alone for six hours a day at all for a year. My plan just went to pot. That sucks. But... So now we've got our little powwow where we had to sit down and say, okay, what are the house rules? Because you know how kids are. It's Wi-Fi, mom. I'm on my school computer and it's Wi-Fi. I can, I can do what I want on my computer because it's Wi-Fi. And the school says I can be on my computer. Yeah, well, beauty about dad is, um, hey, babe, she's not doing her homework. She's playing around on a video game. Can you do me a favor? And dad, who's at work an hour and a half away, goes boop from his phone and your Wi-Fi is dead. <laughs> Ah, the benefits of being a mom. And the cool part is I don't have the app and I have no access to the Wi-Fi. Why? Because I decided dad gets to be Darth Vader in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Because whenever somebody comes banging on the door and says, my Wi-Fi is off, can you? I sure can't. That's why you're a team. Heck yeah. What is up, man versus marriage nation? Real quick, don't fast forward. September the 6th, 2020 will be the unveiling of our 100th episode. You heard me right. 100 episodes strong. 
get some of that, baby. So we are going to do a Facebook Live extravaganza. So go to the Man vs. Marriage Facebook page at MBSM Podcast. Sign up to attend the event and then send us a question because it's going to be all interactive all the time. We're also going to make a, a podcast out of the audio so you will get to hear your question and the answer. Boom! Right there on the podcast. September the 6th. A Sunday. That's right. 5 p.m. Pacific time. Man versus Marriage live. 100 episode event. Okay. So that's a lot of frustration. And I'm sure, you know, there's there's those folks that might think, well, nobody said you had to have eight kids or yak, 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 which is true. This is all our choice, uh, but nobody chose the pandemic and this set of circumstances. And you did your due diligence for many years, um, homeschooling the kids. And this was their time to go out and uh, start getting a dose of what the real world was about and putting uh, those things we taught them into practice and your time, uh, because you've spent so much of your time and your life over the last 18 years investing in the kids, to start reinvesting in yourself. And that was taken. We have no control over it. Well, and you, the difference is with homeschooling, I was given the option to choose our curriculum. I got to choose the books I wanted them to read. And I spent the summertime building that curriculum. So I knew what I was dealing with. I right. know where I'm going with this. I got to pick all of my own supplies. When virtual learning happened, it's like, okay, they're learning Algebra 2. They get a 30-minute video session with the teacher, and then I'm expected to fill in the gaps mm -hmm. and help them with their homework. Okay, no offense, people, but math was not my strong point. Okay, I like geometry just about killed me. I failed after that, and it was just kind of like, okay, I got enough to graduate. We're yeah. done with math. Right. So, you know, it, it's a lot of pressure when you look at the fact that I'm not educated to do some of the stuff that they're doing now. Chemistry on a computer, really? Dude, we like dissected a cat in class. How are they going to do that on a computer? Well, and there's <laughs> there are things that you can do with homeschool when you build a curriculum that will allow you to guide the kids, work through the lessons with them. But this is something that you have no control over. And there's six... And, <laughs> and also you don't have, um, the teacher's guide to walk through it. So it's different because you are capable of homeschooling. You're capable of having the teacher's guide and writing the, putting the curriculum in place because you've done it and you did it very successfully. Mm -hmm. But the state of California has taken that option away from us. Yeah. They decided to close enrollment for charter schools and homeschools. Isn't that nice? Which is where we wanted to go when this plan came about, because we all know the struggles of um, the digital world when it first happens, and especially when it's first being put together. I mean, look at the debacle that was the Affordable Care Act, and they spent $600 million on that website, and it didn't work the first day. And that's the government. Yeah. No matter who's in power, that's the government, and seems to be the way it works until you get the bugs worked out. And... So you kind of get an idea. I got I had an idea that it was going to be a crap show because they're all trying to put something in place. Zoom's stock probably went from 15 bucks to 15,000 bucks a right. share because everything went Zoom. Those numbers are not accurate. Um 
But while you're trying to work it out, it's the same with our company. When you roll something out, there's no way you know how all the bugs work. So we wanted to kind of take this back to a charter school so Jeannie could make a simple but effective It's familiar. Uh, uh, we know curriculum. how to navigate it. Right. And everything's not digital. Of course, eventually you're going to have to learn this digital plan, but let's let them get the bugs worked out. So now... The barrage of emails, I get emails all day at work. That's how I live. I, right now, I have an email in my inbox that, from um, the administrator that says, your mailbox is too full. This is my company email. And I don't know, I got like 3,500 emails because I keep them. But we get a constant barrage every day of email. So it's really hard for email to overwhelm me. But when these emails are coming out, and, and we have a couple kids at each school, so we get multiple. You just don't know what to believe, and that can overwhelm um, your wife or your husband when they're trying to sort through these emails that are changing, it seems like, by the hour or by every few hours. So what, what my practice was there was, okay, let the emails go. Just let them come on in. And what I, what I worked to do was just let all the emails come in and then maybe towards the end of the week is read the newest one that comes out because they've made yeah. a bunch of changes and I don't have time to worry about the next change you're going to make. Well, see, the hard part for me is I'm trying to not only navigate what the, the schools are telling me, but I have people in this house who want answers. What right. classes do I have, Mom? Where are they going to put me? Because we didn't get signed into our freshman year until the day before school starts. So they didn't get to choose our electives. They didn't get to choose what they want to do. They're both worried. I've got one that's nervous because she's had so much sickness and, and screwballness last year. Of right. what, what is this going to mean if I can't? Because she's not supposed to be on a computer doing work for hours and hours a day. It's actually medically written off, but she has no options. And the way, and, that, the way they did her... After her surgeries was and, wrong. and and uh, medical, what is it called? You're on medical leave. She's on or home hospital. Home hospital. The way they just left her in the abyss really pissed me off. I was talking to mom about that the other day. It's like, how does this happen where y'all can't figure out where she belongs? She's one student. This is nothing new. She didn't belong to the junior high anymore. Then she wasn't on home hospital, and they didn't have her enrolled anywhere, right? No, they had her floating. Well, they technically had her listed as being a virtual student to a virtual academy. But she has a note from her doctor that states she cannot do computer time for longer than 20 minutes at a time because she's dealing with the brain. Her eyes are refocusing. We had to get new glasses. She gets built-up pressures, migraine headaches, the whole nine. So she's not supposed to be on the computer. She was supposed to have textbook work. Period. And that became a problem for some reason. They couldn't figure out how to make that happen for her. I don't understand since you have kids who are like in the hospital with cancer and other things and they have tutors that come in and they work with them. So I don't understand how this didn't happen for us. But long and short of it, we've got her enrolled now. But she's worried because everything is computer. And she is a hands-on, I need to be in front of you. You need to be working next to me to show me how things get done and she's OCD she's a perfectionist the girl's been straight A's for her whole life so when you start telling her oh well you've got to be watch out people something's going to hit the fan and y'all don't want to get splattered with it because she will lose her crap and it's it's not a bad thing 
she just gets frustrated, especially now with all of her stuff. She short term memory, things like that kind of it's just her body trying to adjust. Yeah. But the hard part for me wasn't just the changes in the school. I have no answers for my kids. Yeah. I have I can't tell you where you're going to school until the minute before we have to go pick up your computer. Hey, guess what? You're enrolled in this place. Sorry, you're not going to be with your friends this year. You know, I I don't know <clears throat> what you're looking at for classes. I didn't get the option. They called me and said, these are the classes they're in. I don't know if you have the same teachers. I don't know if you guys have the same lunch period. Uh, none of that should matter except that they're planning on them at some point going back on campus. Well, and the, and the thing that that is really disappointing is that it was a lack of anybody returning your calls. And like I tried to, I'm just trying to reason with myself to say, okay, we don't know if they're working from home. We don't know how they're getting these voicemails. There's a whole lot that's unknown, and I try not to get mad. And we're not the only ones, so right. I'm sure they've got right. a, a full inbox like you do. Right, and I, I try not to get really mad until I really understand what is going on, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you have these kids whose parent is trying hard to get an answer for somebody to answer them so that they can get, so they have a choice of what they want to do with school and it's all taken away because nobody can get back to you. Well, and we have the benefit, thank God we're blessed that I'm home. If I wasn't home and I had to work a job and you had to work a job, I don't know how in the hell we would be doing right. this. There's just no freaking way. Those who are working a job and having to do this themselves, dude, I take my hat off completely to you because I would be losing my mind. Yeah. The the I think the worst part that got me was when they tried to tell me the state's mandating certain things for the two that are in the specialized school that right there is it's just not feasible to happen in this house and it's it's not for a lot of people you're not just dealing with a kid sitting in front of a computer and trying to have a zoom class you're dealing with a kid whose complete routine is shifted you're not going to get kirsten doesn't have a 60 minute attention span it's not going to happen you know, she doesn't have the ability to write on her own. So for them to send me stuff and to have conversations with the the therapist and whatnot of, well, if you could work with scissors hand over hand, if you could work with writing hand over hand, even if you could just do it for a few minutes a day, that would all be well and good. But now that we're all home and everybody's got their computers and everybody's got their programs, I have to be available every time somebody's computer freaks out and freezes. Yeah, you're every IT time support. Somebody says, mom, I don't understand what they're talking about. I don't know how to do this math problem. Mom, I need you to help read this to me because we've got a couple others that have learning disabilities that need a little bit more one-on-one -on -one with some things. You know, when you have the the overwhelmingness of this is all new and, and we're all trying to navigate and none of us know what the hell we're doing. They're going to have six computers with headphones in trying to figure out if everybody can hear their own stuff and what they're doing. And then I have to keep the other two occupied and out of the way because right now you all are lucky because she's actually pretty content and quiet. But normally we've got doors kicking. We've got screaming going on. We've got somebody who needs attention. We've got, you know, I'm hungry. I'm this. I'm that. And I, I have to control all of that. And you want me to sit behind a computer with her or him for a couple of hours a day working on services while trying to maintain all this other chaos. We had to come to the conclusion those two particular children do not need to be worrying about their academic skills. Exactly. He's 19. She's about to be 18. She's mentally four. He's mentally between seven and nine. 
They need to be working on life skills, which is what we do at home, separating your laundry, helping with chores, being able to take a shower by yourself, being able to brush your own teeth and remember every morning how to do your morning routine. These are basic things that they still don't have down. So we just kind of came to the conclusion and maybe I come off as a huge monstrous bitch to the people that work with her, but here's the way it works. This is our life. This is our family. This is our situation. So we're going to do what we need to do to make sure that the six children who have a future. I'm not saying Hunter and Kirsten will never be able to do anything. They might, they might not. But the other six, they're getting close to college age. They're getting close to moving out and having their own life and being on their own. And those are things that we have to seriously make sure is guided and that they have everything available to them. Hunter and Kirsten, they're going to be with us. Well, there's a sharp distinction. They have a future in education and employment. Hunter, maybe if the circumstance is right, Kirsten, no. So that's when you talk about having a future, that's their future. And that's why I took a hard line in saying, here's what is going to happen with Hunter and Kirsten because this is going to be their future at home with us for the next 50, 60 years, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And this is what the Autism Academy needs to accommodate to work for their education plan. Well, just for the, the Autism Academy is not the one who's pushing this. this. I understand. This came down from the state. This is what the state is mandating in order for the schools to get paid, to keep their, their programs running and to keep everything legit according to, to the state these are the things that are required the the people at the autism academy totally understand these are working parents as well they're trying to maintain their own kids they're trying to maintain their stuff from a distance and um you know the two teachers that i've worked with or that i've talked to are completely understanding of our situation at the same time they are required i understand to meet these certain um criteria so we're at a place of then have the state call me. I, I honestly told one of the girls, I'm like, tell you what, you get this chick on the phone and you tell her, I will bring Kirsten to her personally and I will let her babysit. Just her. She didn't have to do the rest of them. Just her. And let's see if you can manage an hour in front of the computer and getting her to learn something while trying to maintain your regular daily job. Let's just see if you could do it. I guarantee you within 10 minutes, she's going to be calling us to come in and help her or she's going to have security or somebody coming in to help her because Kirsten's not going to do it. True. But the people who are making the rules aren't the people who are living it. They, they don't, they don't appear to be that. That's, uh, I stand in that position with you and maybe we're wrong. I mean, we don't have all the facts, but maybe we're wrong. I mean, it's foolish what they expect. I mean, at these, at these schools, thank God for these academies that help pe- kids with disabilities but it's not just one against the world. It's one with one and sometimes two with one. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where it is. Now, we've spent about 29 minutes and 58 seconds ranting. But there needs to be some meat on this bone for the listener. So just some things I want to pull out of this before we, um, before we close this episode, guys. Ha- have you heard... Um, the tremendous amount of frustration, overwhelm, anxiety, and things of that nature that Jeannie has gone through in this process. I know you have. If you're still listening to this point, you have. And it's my hope, and forget that crap. 
it's my expectation that you have sat with your wife on purpose and discussed this with her and not told her what you need to do because you should have learned from my mistake already. That's not the protocol. It's how can I help you? How are you feeling? How are you doing with all of this change? That is where I made the mistake first. I tried to discuss this over supper and just throw out, here's my opinion. I didn't set the stage right. I came off the wrong, the wrong way. I came off with guns blazing with, well, here's what I would do if it was me. But I didn't, I did not prepare my um, words and comments in such a way that they would be received. I wasn't speaking Jeannie's language, okay? I just overwhelmed her with all these expectations or ideas, and she doesn't take that well no. like I do. So are you... This, this is where the box goes. Um, are you asking the right questions? You need to ask yourself that. How are you working through this with your wife? So what we're going to do is we're going to end this episode right here, and we're going to kick right back into a playbook episode. This is unplanned, but we're going to go for a playbook episode when it comes to distance, distance learning and how to help your spouse and your family, okay? So we're going to rock this right here. We're going to come right back. And matter of fact, I'm going to talk to Ashley about dropping this episode right, right behind away. this one so that you don't have to wait a week um, to get this. We're just going to kick it out probably the middle of the week, maybe Wednesday. We'll call it emergency protocol. Yeah, we'll throw, <laughs> we'll throw it down and we'll get it there for you. And uh, we're not going to bellyache like we did before, but we will be back. We'll see you in the next episode shortly. This is Quincy Moran. She is Jeannie Moran. And this is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You got to live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.